Welcome to What Really Chaps My Ass, Episode 3. Why listening to Trump for more than five minutes straight is the equivalent of surrendering your sense of reality, where you are, and what's important. Now let's get rolling. Welcome to the not remotely, not even a little bit famous podcast, What Really Chaps My Ass. This is my self-declared safe space for looking at one issue at a time, explaining why it chaps my ass, and what I can do to prevent it from chapping my ass further. And hopefully, I can provide a little levity, a little humor along the way. So now, on to the disappointment. In this episode, as the title suggests, I want to un understand and explain more about what I believe that if you listen to Trump for more than five minutes straight, it really is the equivalent of just surrendering everything. Might as well just, sure, whatever you say, boss. Because for the media and for anybody really looking, listening with their senses, which we were told, I don't know, five years ago not to trust or believe, there's a real challenge there in trying to unpack probably 5,000 topics that are covered in a matter of 15 minutes. You know, too many shiny red balls bouncing all over the place. Some of them are covered in grease. Other ones are tarred and feathered. You, you just don't know which one to try to grab and focus on and either shine up or pop you know and as you can probably guess by the tone of my voice and by my prior podcast i'm probably going to revisit a plethora of trump topics over and over again in my podcast perhaps it's easy um but that's my that's my shtick and yes i know what a plethora is do you know what a plethora is and if you don't get that reference, I don't know if you can be my friend. But today, I will try to take what was obviously a very serious topic, our free and fair elections, and try to link it to our reality TV mentality as a nation. That mentality that just ups and goes along with that shiny red ball anywhere that our leaders dictate, quite frankly. And by reality TV, I don't mean the overly simplistic connection that one can make between our president and the fact that he was the star of the number one rated TV show on NBC. And after I left, the show tanked, and NBC hasn't been the same since. You know, the big brother of fake news, MSDNC, as I like to call them. We were number one. I was the best thing to happen to NBC since must-see TV. You remember that? Must-see TV. Actually, people say I was even better than that. 
I mean, we were bigger than the Cosby Show. I mean, people say it, you know. I don't have to tell you people. Even though Cliff Huxtable is in jail now for doing what everybody did back then. At least, it's what they said in the locker rooms, from what I understand. But I mean, let's face it. That show took place in Brooklyn. I mean, their mayor now? De Blasio. With all the schools, am I right? It's not like America's mayor. No, the former mayor of New York City. What's what's that? He's not here. What what happened to him? COVID. But yeah, but it's December eighth. It's not November third. It's after November third, though. I thought, I thought you said. Oh, sorry, folks. Looks like Rudy can't be here with us today. But Cliff Huxtable, ah, oh, he was a doctor, and Claire. She was a lawyer. Remember that? No one knew. Believe me, that is why the blacks are with me. Great jobs. The best they've ever had. Doctors, lawyers. Theo, Rudy, keep America great. Oh, I love the Cosbys. And Night Court. You remember that show? That was just like the courts are now with Rudy and our first-rate legal team fighting to keep our elections safe. But they've got these communist little judges on there and, and, and bull, some bailiff. He's not a tough guy. You guys, you guys out there in the audience, you're tough. And I, the fake news and, and keeps on saying that this Sidney Powell, Powell, Powell is on my legal team. I don't even know who that person is. Sydney, is that a woman? Or is it like Sydney Poitier, that great African American actor? Well, he can't be that great. He is part of the Hollywood elite, after all, right? And then Cheers. No, no, hold, hold, hold on. Not that kind. Not that kind. But but thank you very much. I know I know you do it for me. I know, and I appreciate it. Really, I do. Like I appreciate you. Like I appreciate, like a bunion. You know, like it may mean make me walk a little funny, maybe. But then maybe I don't stub my toe so much anymore. You know, not so bad. Just like the COVID that I got. Not so bad. So anyway, cheers. Another good one on NBC. Remember, Coach died? I think he knew the apprentice would beat him someday, so he had this heart attack and then surrendered to get out of his role. You believe him? What a loser. I don't think he liked me anyway. That's okay. I didn't really like him either. Now, what is it? Woody. Yeah, Woody. He has Hunter's laptop. He's on video back like in 2019. He has the laptop. Can you believe that? Woody, like so strange. The character's name is the same as the actor. 
That seems a little nuts to me. Did you guys know that? Like, I think I was the first star to really not change their name for the show, right? I mean, how how, how could I have changed the name on the show from The Apprentice? And like, I'm going to rebrand all my helicopters and my gold-plated planes and, you know, Trump Towers, like, ooh, Smith Tower or something like No, I'm not going to do that. But I was the first. I, well, I was certainly the best, probably the first, too. Let me just use my memory here a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was the first. Definitely the greatest, though. I mean, everybody says that. Right. Oh, Rebecca Howe? Oh, Kirstie Alley, Rebecca Howe. Now there's a woman. Such a smart woman. Beautiful woman. You know, she likes me a lot. Did you know that? A lot. Like, I've read a lot of stuff she's written and said. She likes me a lot. So I like her, right? I mean, why why wouldn't you like someone that likes you? Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. No. I like her. She likes me. And everybody says that the bar got better with Rebecca taking over for Diane Chambers and trying to save the bar. I mean, we all knew it was doomed because The Apprentice was on the horizon. Come on. Diane Chambers. Yeah, I don't like her either. She she was a loser too. People say that she had sex with Fidel Castro. Did you hear this? Yeah, and she at the same time she was giving a hand job to Bernie Sanders. They shared cigars. They spent a weekend. It was back in Havana in 1988. You see what happens? You let Bernie Sanders in, and you might as well move to Cuba. There's no point. I, I mean, somebody told me all that story. I'm not sure where it came from, but I'm just trying to do my civic duty and inform all you fine and smart people out here. We have the smartest people. You know, smartest people. So smart. You could probably do your own research. And not just believe every word I said, and probably find out that I'm full of shit. But please, I mean, don't do that. That's that. That's kind of silly. I think that if you had to spend time on the internet, you might go over your limit charges. And since you're already kind of contributing my stop the steal efforts, I wouldn't overextend. I can only use 60% of the 5,000 donations for anything I want. Now, Look, if you give more than $5,000, then that has to be used for the stop the steal effort. So I don't want a lot of money, folks. I mean, I, I know, look, taking away from the hardworking folks of wherever the hell I am, somebody tell me. Okay. That has to be used for the stop the steal effort over $5,000. So let's, let's only, look, I don't want you to just 4900 $99 and 99 cents. Can, can we just do that? So we can help pay for our awesome star studded legal team. You know, we only hire the best people. And then because we hire the best people, 
we attract the best people. You guys don't know what I'm saying? Have you seen our star witness in Michigan? Wow. What a star. She, very impressive. Very impressive. Don't you remember? She, she played Victoria Jackson on Saturday Night Live. Don't you remember? Look, com compare the photos. You tell me that's not her. And she's great. She just tells it like it is. And people are being so unfair to her. So unfair. They treat her so badly. All because she's being a patriot and doing her job. And they're threatening her. Can you believe that? <laughs> These thugs. <laughs> I'm all for law and order. Law and order. Stop those looters and thugs. They're camping out in front of my star witness's house, threatening her children, threatening her, her hair and her glasses that are creepy on her face. Law and order. Yeah, that was on NBC too, remember? Didn't get as good ratings as The Apprentice though. So wait, where was I? Yeah, Victoria Jackson really let that Michigan rhino lawmaker, that's what I like to call them, rhinos. So good when she said, what'd you do, something crazy with the poll books? I mean, they were definitely off by 30,000 votes. Everybody's saying it. Just look. Don't let the faux news or MSDNC or... CNN or, you know, the Communist News Network, CNN. Don't let these enemies of the people. That's what I like to call them, right? Like, I'm the first one to call them that, but it's true. Don't let them show you any evidence that Michigan didn't do something crazy with the poll books. You know they did something. I mean, come on. There's no way I lost Michigan. Come on, didn't you see those drive-in rallies with Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe? You know that he uses teleprompters all the time, right? Even when he's in interviews. They had teleprompter for him at our debates. Both times. They just scrolled the answers right on screen so he came across as good as he possibly could. And I still... Wipe the floor with him. He's, he's, he's old. He doesn't know where he is. He's on something. And those debates were just rigged. I still won. I mean, everybody's saying it. Everybody says that. Come on. You know. Just look at the photos. There's like shadows in there. Really creepy. From this angle, that end. They were real live teleprompters there. And you know what they cut out when I told when I told Chris Wallace and the and the whoever else interviewed me? I said, "What are you, what are those teleprompters doing there?" And they cut that from the debate. They spliced it and cut it out. And so now you people didn't get to see that on TV. You asked Melania. Melania said they were there. Ah, uh, she's the best first lady, don't you guys think?
How about a round of applause for Melania? So back to our fundraising. You guys have just been great. And you know me. I love you. You love me. We're a happy... Uh, what is it? What is it? Okay. I, I'm just going to use the money in the best way. You know that. It's not like my sons are, you know, taking these extravagant, super expensive, totally heinous trophy hunting expeditions. They don't do that. Like, there's no, don't believe those pictures. Those are just from the fake news. You know, you could doctor anything these days. I'm not going to, like, overextend myself or anything, you know. But, by the way, Kaylee, Kaylee, are, are you there? Yeah, um. Can you see if the Stop the Steal campaign can declare bankruptcy kind of separate and I can use those funds to, I don't know, um, shiny new helicopter or something or, or maybe uh, maybe an exploratory committee for the 2024 election? Or do I need to wait until Sleepy Joe commits a breaking and entering at, at the White House? Okay. Hey, sorry, folks. Uh, I was just talking with the wonderful, the beautiful uh, Kaylee McEnany, everyone. You know that I gave the White House a new address? They never knew I could do that. I, I didn't even know I could do that. But, you know, as president, you get to do a lot of things. A lot of things. I just signed an executive order 30 seconds ago. Did you see me do it? See, that's how good I am. You know, I renamed the White House to 1600 Ohio Avenue because I played 1600 holes of golf each year at one of my top-of-the-line resorts. Top-of-the-line, they're so good. So good. Don't do the math. Like 1,600 holes of golf is like four rounds. I've been golfing four times a year. That's not really a lot. Fake news says it's 88 times or something. Come on. Fake, fake news. Enemy of the people. <laughs> and I renamed it to Ohio Avenue because that state, unlike Pennsylvania, <laughs> they did voting right, right? You, you saw that. Oh, I was a little bit behind, and then I came back and kicked his ass. That is because Ohio, their election was not rigged. Ah, Sleepy Joe. Joe. Oh. January 20th, he's going to officially be a squatter in the Oval Office. I call it the Oval Office. Did you know that? No one else likes to call it that. But Sleepy Joe never won anything his whole life. Such a loser. I mean, how many times did he lose in the primaries? Wow. I can't believe I lost to that guy. I mean... Wait, oh wait, never mind. I so do we? Can we cut this last part out? There, yeah, I know they're right in front of me. But can we? Can we splice and loop and just like you know, do a little 
I don't know, men in black zapper the head thing so they forget. No. Well, all right, look, folks, I was just kind of rehearsing lines for a new miniseries that I'm going to launch on OAN uh, in February. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a super tough schedule, you know, running that uh, running the country uh, from like Mar-a-Lago, I think. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed in the White House at that point, but all the while I'd be producing an Emmy Award winning miniseries. You want to know what it's called? How to raise lemmings. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's a it's a really crazy word, but it's going to be really super super fun to watch. I mean, people are already saying that I'm winning an Emmy for it. We haven't even written a script. Like the lines I was okay. Yeah, the lines I was rehearsing. It's not even from a script. I'm just kind of playing it out a little bit. You know, like kind of acting a little bit. I mean, I'm so sick of winning. We're 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 winning that Emmy. I just won the Man of the Year in Atlantis for 2020. I, I, that's nuts, right? Because I just I just got the key to the Kingdom of Camelot last week when I was there with Melania. We go there on vacation sometimes. You know, it's it's uh, it's peaceful. It's peaceful. Um, Lancelot though, he's, uh, he's just like shifty chef. He's just carries a sword around, acts like he knows what he's doing. He doesn't really. And he's after my wife. That's messed up. Um, I mean, I've only been married. Um, what, how many times? Okay. Yeah. I bet you didn't know that. I bet you didn't know that, you know, I got man of the year in Atlantis. No, no, no news. Key to the kingdom of Camelot. You guys have all heard of Camelot. Crickets. Nobody says anything. Fake news. They don't like reporting the good stuff we do around here. You know, that's what I call them. The fake news. Did you know that, by the way? Have you ever heard fake, fake news? I, I made that and they are like the enemy of the people. Did you, isn't that wild? I mean, no one knows really the good stuff unless I come out here and tell all of you at these super, super top level rallies that we're holding. Thank you so much for coming out too. You wouldn't know the truth unless I told you. The more you know, right? Remember that? Remember that on NBC? NBC all comes back, right? That whole, the more you know. They really knew that they had to know more, which is why they phrased it that way. Otherwise, because they, all right, how can I possibly know as much as Donald Trump? Otherwise, they would have had to call it the most you know. That, just, that doesn't ring as good. You know, more you know sounds really good. And scene. Okay, folks. There is your moment of zen, ladies and gentlemen. I feel, truth be told, I feel a little like Orson Welles broadcasting War of the Worlds back whenever the heck that was. You know, where you got no warning ahead of time. You just cut right to it. And at one of many moments throughout the middle there, I certainly could have let you know that, um, or, well, 
you knew that it wasn't Donald Trump, I think. I mean, I did a super good impression there. But I didn't try to come back full circle. And back to being serious. Oh, well, that is all the time we have for today. Oh, huh. yeah. You see what happens when you give the mic to somebody who's a deranged lunatic who has no interest in staying on topic or covering anything of substance? So what was our topic today? Uh, oh, yeah. Why listening to Trump for more than five minutes straight is the equivalent of surrendering your sense of reality, where you are, and what's important. So you tell me. You just listen to me for going on almost 25 minutes now. Congratulations. How is your sense of reality right now? Do you know where you are? Do you know what's important in life? And while I joke about this for an intended purpose, it really does beg a couple of questions. First one I have is one I have to ask of myself. Do I feel less human and borderline psychotic for being able to, quite frankly, very easily write the script for this pod. I, I'm not boasting. This was super easy because replicating simpletons, in my opinion, for which group I believe Trump is a card-carrying member, if not the founder. It's not that difficult. You know, all I had to do was ramble on from one topic to the next in an unhinged, unorganized way. Provided, of course, that you think this actually could have been a transcript from one of his rallies and that my impression just lacked the depth, pitch, the tone, and, okay, the voice, quite frankly. Transcript? From a rally? Transcript? I mean, we released the transcript of that call before Shifty Shift. <laughs> they even asked for it. And it was perfect. A perfect call. You know, quid pro quo. Oh, come on. Some, some even say, people are saying this. I don't know if you guys know this, that how we dealt with the China virus was even more perfect. Okay, am I, am I done? Am I done? I'm done. Thank you for listening to the episode. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show when you get a chance. It helps us to reach more listeners in their searches. You love it? Let me know and share the podcast with every single person you know. Or bust into their phones and subscribe for them. If you hate it, step up to the counter, order what you want, slide to the left, pay, and leave. Don't ask for bread. Next!